Welcome to Amplify and Align. I am Michalina. And I'm Stacey. Why are we here? To break the rules, to share our wisdom and to disrupt an industry. We work with coaches, healers and leaders who are ready to turn their mission into a business that creates impact and freedom. Together, we bring over 20 years of experience to this space. I am the Amplify with proven systems and strategies to help you get your message out to the right audience. And I am the Align with processes and practices to help you through the inner shifts that become your external breakthroughs. We always joke that together we make the perfect coach. Which isn't surprising as we are sisters. So what can you expect from our podcast? The truth about the transformations needed to create your success. Soul-led strategies you can implement. And a sprinkle of astrology and spiritual strategy. And we're going to be pretty honest. We will be breaking down a lot of the truths and busting myths about the coaching industry. We want to invite you into the conversation with us. Are you ready to align your energies and amplify your success? Let's go. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to another conversation with Stace and I. And we are going to explore something that we have been talking about quite a lot in the last few weeks, not just personally between us, but also in our platforms, in our circles that we are seeing money issue coming up constantly. People are worrying about money. People are feeling money stuff rising up. We've noticed that and we want to address that today. Right, Stace? Yeah, absolutely. I I feel like it's just something that is just coming through quite strongly at the moment. And I sat at the beginning of this week and I was channeling a message for our Mission Driven Women community. And the message that came through very, very strongly uh, above all other messages that were coming through was this feeling of anxiety and stress over money and in particularly for the Christmas break and over that summer break that we have here in Australia. And I physically felt it in my body when I was sitting there listening to this message coming through. And it was like, fluttering but tightness in my chest and my tummy just felt like oh like a massive anxiety attack and so I shared that with our our community and gave a few tips on how to get that energy out because if there are people in our community that are feeling that right now the best thing to do is stop storing it within and not tell anyone or write it down or do anything like that so We've talked about it in our live coaching session last night because the next questions that came through from our audience, what they want to cover in that live coaching session was about money, about setting goals with your finances. And then the next part of that was what was the mindset shift that you needed uh, to break through like a stagnant phase or a plateau in your earning capacity. So even like money messages coming through from our community in that capacity, it's just been a huge vibe for this last week. Oh, for sure. I've had clients come to me in sessions, in our one-on-one sessions, say last week I had all this money stuff come up or they've messaged me and said, I'm really dealing with a big wave of money fears right now. Can we talk about that in the next session? And I feel like what's happening is we're looking forward to a vast space that Christmas is. And it's been a bit of a wilderness because within that space comes up all of those doubts and those worries about how that money is going to be coming in, where that money is going to be going. And this isn't just true for Christmas. This can happen at any phase in it in our lives, if we need to take time out for ourselves, for sickness, for our kids, if something happens, circumstances happen, and we do need to remove ourselves from fast action to bring in more flow and income. So this isn't necessarily just Christmas. This is just about spaces where we can't distract ourselves from stuff that might be hiding in the depths of ourselves and behind the work that we're doing in every moment of every day. 
So what we are seeing quite a bit of discussion around, particularly in the (coughs) coaching and healing intuitive space, is do people buy over Christmas? Should I be promoting offers right now? Do people have the capacity to take on offers? Do they want to learn? Do they want to heal over this Christmas break? And it's a really good conversation to be having. And honestly, in some cases, I do believe that this is a good time to rest and recuperate and allow yourself to enjoy this period with your family. And if your audience are primarily family-based humans, they may want to take this time away. Once that's Christmas Eve hits, they may want to wait, you know, for weeks to have their kids at home, to celebrate Christmas, to celebrate New Year's. They may be away camping or on holidays. So there is a big chunk of an audience that is in that headspace where they don't want to be investing time and energy into a program over this break. But if your audience isn't in that headspace, it's the perfect time to be promoting. But I also do have strategies and systems that I talk my clients through. If they do have an audience that isn't ready to invest time and energy over this Christmas break, and you are worried about, you know, how do I keep my earning consistent over that break time? Well, there are certain things that you can do right now, which I recommend everyone to be doing regardless, is to be thinking about your next six to 12 months in business after the new year and planning out what it is that you're going to be delivering and selling some of that right now. And you can do that. There's, you know, big think waves being made everywhere with secret offers right now. So you can sell those that don't start until the new year. You can promote um, and add on additional offers into your one-on-one programs that if they sign up for a payment plan right now, they get a certain bonus for this next year. Um, or I just say, like, my spaces for this year are full. If you want to work with me, you have to actually book right now and you get that that deposit. You get those payment plans coming in. So there are definitely certain things you can still be doing to earn income moving through this period, even if your audience isn't ready to be really, like, highly active and involved. And, like, I will be totally honest. Like, when it comes to even the day before Christmas Eve, I'm going to... I'm going to switch off. Like, I don't want to learn. (laughs) I don't want to learn anything. I don't want to read any business books. We always have a huge Christmas Eve party at our house. So I want to prepare for that. Then Christmas lunch, huge thing. Obviously, Christmas with my family. We're going away. I want to enjoy that time. And I don't even want to think about it until the new year. And I am one of those selfish people. I will be there if my clients do message me or anything over that break with things that they need. But I'm not going to be actively promoting anything or working on anything in particular over that break. And I think that's really important to acknowledge in yourself. I don't know how you feel about this, Em, whether you're one of those people, but like, I just feel like there's a little bit of shame pushed on people for wanting to take that break or like just to relax for a little while because they should be hustling because it's nearly the new year and you should be starting with a bang. Do you feel that? I don't know, to be honest, because I'm a bit of a hermit, so I'm not doing the family things and I'm I'm not as out there with my family. It doesn't help that I'm actually not in the same location as my family. Stacey's in Tasmania with the rest of the people I grew up around and I'm here on the Sunshine Coast and it's just me and my beautiful husband and my beautiful 10-year-old boy. But... Uh, To be honest, I don't give a shit what other people think. If I feel like I've got something to share, then I'm going to share it. If I'm, if I feel like I want to put something out into the world, I'm going to put it out there. But in saying that, I recognize that Christmas has an energy that I'm just not willing to overcome. It is my belief, it's high in my values that we can overcome anything if we're willing to put enough energy, if we're willing to invest enough of ourselves in it. So there are exceptions out there with people doing things, selling things, doing launches over Christmas, but I don't have the drive and the willingness to invest as much as what is required of me to get people in front of me over the Christmas phase. Mm-hmm. 
And that's just my perspective. However, I've got some clients who want to keep active over Christmas so they can start with the new year. And I think this is what uh, the mistake that a lot of people make in business is like, well, no one's going to buy anything. I'm just going to stop all action and not do anything until January. And then it takes a month to get into rhythm. And then it takes February to do all the work to set up for a launch in maybe March or April. So this is the mistake. Even if people aren't buying, even if you aren't launching something, question whether you really want to stop or whether you want to use this time for yourself, for your business, to lay some new foundations, to create a new vision, to build a new pillar of something that you do want to launch into when the time is ripe. Mm, Yeah. And that's, it's a perfect point. Like I obviously love systems and strategies and processes. I just like feel like if you haven't already got your, even your first quarter of the year planned and situated and in progress right now, then you are going to be that 10 steps behind everyone else once it does become 2023. And I am not a big one for like end of month, new month, like new year goals and things like that. So I have already initiated my 2023 strategies. I already started. Of course this you have. Well, of course you have. <laughs> because I just don't see it as like this deadline of like, oh, it's the new year and oh, it's the new new year and we have to start fresh and, and that kind of vibe. I'm not bringing that to the content that I'm putting out there or how, the offers and things that I'm working with. So like, I'm, I want to be clear that me having a rest over the Christmas break, um, I'm still financially sorted personally. So I don't, I have, you know, I have that luxury where I'm okay with that break, but I also have pre-planning and strategies in place where I can step away from my business for, you know, a week or two in this, that time frame, so that I can enjoy my life away from promoting offers and creating things and and working with clients so yeah like it it needs a lot of planning and it doesn't have to be that you have to hire a strategist or anything to get you through this period but I just want you to really think about what you're actually doing right now and how that reflects into that period and into the new year because that's going to be a pivotal shift in the outcomes that you produce in the next year Mm. look this is a really easy time to get distracted it's an easy time to go oh this is my money mindset I need to go and buy a book because all of this stuff is coming up it's a distraction to walk towards someone who's promising you something to fix what you feel now but acknowledging that we're coming up to a different phase of the year or of your life. Again, this isn't just about Christmas as such. I mean, we're in Scorpio season. This shit's heavy. Mm. We've just gone through an eclipse, like a, a Taurus eclipse. And Taurus is about wealth and pleasure and desire. This was asking us to face what it is we really want to create and feel and the kind of wealth we want to bring into our lives. So no wonder all of this money junk is coming up right now. But you really shouldn't be projecting it into your future going, oh, no, this means that I can't move into the next phase of business. You can absolutely start looking at what needs to shift right now and start working on that now. So I've been doing this with a few clients and with those those shifts in perspective around money rather than going, I've got money blocks. It's like, actually my mind is telling me that I've got money blocks. I'm not going to take that. I'm calling myself out on that. And they're just using some space to shift their alignment. And they literally have people walking up to them, wanting sessions with them, booking into December right now. Yeah. So just know that this is about your energy. This is about your perspective. This is about what you're willing to invest between now and the time that you want to start slowing down because business isn't a series of stops and starts. 
And this is why people don't really get to evolve things. So Christmas yeah. isn't a point where you're just going to lose all traction. It doesn't have to be anyway. It can actually be really well utilized within yourself, your business and your forward movement. And as you say, planning is an essential part of that process. Oh, for sure. And the thing that has been coming through quite a lot lately uh, from, you know, even just my audience having discussions with me is that they're actually absolutely shit house with planning. Um, me too. <laughs> I suck at it. I, I, I don't want to know it, but I do it. I'm oh, doing it now. I, and I, yeah, I just think that there's all of this... I guess, theories about manifestation and goal setting and it's all so freaking up in the air and there's nothing wrong with working on that stuff. I love goal setting and I love manifestation, but it needs to be grounded with some strategies. And if you are one of those multidimensional, multi-passionate people who are just flying by the seat of their pants with their offers and their systems and their products and it doesn't feel grounded, then that's something you really need to work on because that is like one of the keys of foundational income, which is a huge passion point for me when I'm working with clients. Yeah, we talked about that last night in the coaching call and in Elevate, and we're doing a class on that in Elevate because this is so important. Yes, Everyone's wanting to go for that uh, residual income before they even have foundational income. And without a foundation, you can't build an empire. Yeah, and look, there's just so much... Um, I said this last night, I'm like, I'm being a bitch. Um, There's just so much laziness and it's unconscious laziness because people feel like they are working really hard in their business, but they're really not. And that will have an impact on that foundational income, that recurring income, the residual income, the passive income, all of that will be heavily influenced by the work that you're putting into it. And I'm not saying to hustle. I don't succumb to hustle culture. I work intuitively when I'm inspired and I don't believe in motivation. I am highly devoted and passionate about my mission and that is motivation. She doesn't believe in motivation. Oh no! But like I mean, the motivation that, like the like the, you know, the big life coaches talk about of high oh, did motivation. You say almost, did you almost say cult like? No, no, I didn't. I, didn't. I thought you were going to say cult like because oh, in a way it actually is. This motivation, this law of attraction, it feels oh, like a cult sometimes. It's motivation, so the way that it's sold and, and promoted and talked about yes. in the life coaching space, is so surface level. Um, I see what you mean now. Yeah, like I yeah. don't believe that it's like motivation has got anything to do with it. Uh, but hustle culture is awful. And I don't want you to think like you have to work yourself to the point of burnout or anything like that. But I actually just want you to like walk away from this conversation and have a serious think about the energy you're investing into your business right now and realistically look at the input versus output. And if you're complaining that people aren't joining your programs or you're not selling your offers and you're only putting 10% of possible energy into your business, that is why. And I'm not telling you to work hard. I'm telling you to invest energetically into the outcomes for your business. And that looks different for everyone. Hmm. Well, motivation comes naturally. It shouldn't be something we have to work on. That passion, that joy, that desire. I always say that passion is a desire meeting joy. And we can't have passion unless we're, we're feeling joy in what we're doing. So that should come naturally anyway. But I also believe in hustle with heart and that is drawing from that passion and that inner fire, which means in those moments we are working and active, we are really invested. And I mean, we're in there with our whole heart. That's not the same thing as working 50 hours a week to the point of burnout. So it's about thinking about how we want to invest our energy because ultimately That is what brings the money back in. This is the sacred exchange. And if we're not doing that, then we're constantly having to worry about where we're going to get our next client. 
We're not going to bring in that next month of income to cover our expenses in our business, let alone our life. So this is both, as Stace is really big on and has is helping me create that planning with the energy investment. Because if you don't have the structure, then all of your energy is just going to be lost. It doesn't even get into your business to get to the clients, to bring those clients in for it to create money. And that's really, really important to understand. The structure is really, really important. And this is for the spiritual women. This is for the leaders. This is for the creators. I resisted structure. My clients resist structure. But I see a light to go on within them when they realize how much impact they can have in their business and their income as they start to create the inner and external structures, which means the the money naturally starts to come in without having to fight for it. So realistically, looking at this M, and we've worked with a number of spirited people, we'll just put it that way, what do you feel is like the the one like I mean you can give me 50 different reasons here but what's like the the first one that comes to mind when you think about a particular person we're not saying names or anything like that but like when you think about a particular person who has struggled for consistent income or they've failed a few launches and they've come to us and what do you feel is like the big thing that is the block there the thing that's missing and the block is I think the two things that we need to look at the, the block is believing that something is wrong in terms of how they feel about moving forward, whether that be the trauma, the mindset, like people's emotions just get in the way because people give them so much power. Well, I feel this, so I can't change my reality. And in the modern world and in spiritual business, emotions have been prioritized over realities. And even for spiritual women, this is the shift that needs to happen. We can call it mindset, but it's not that. I've shared that a few times over the last few days that if we have an inner compass and we plug mindset into that inner compass, we're just going to go around in circles. So the block is letting our emotions have power in our life. And what's missing is that structure, which gives us a foundation in which we can move in the right direction. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Or do you mean more business? Do oh, you mean more in business? Whatever came through. I just wanted to know what yeah, your because you, your feeling is is what's blocking these beautiful people from it's perspective. making income. Ultimately, it's perspective. It's the perspective on what's blocking people and what's actually missing. And one of the most powerful things that I do with my clients around all the work that we do and how we do it is really a shift in perspective. And I teach my clients how to observe their own perspectives and the thoughts that come up and the way they think about things. Like one of my beautiful clients who It's like the perfect client because she calls herself on her own shit now. And I I love it. She has just embraced this work so beautifully is when that money stuff came up, she looked at herself and go, what is this shit? What is this? I don't really believe that. I know that's not true. And she started moving through it, but it's like, oh, I've got money stuff. And oh, this is, I'm worried about not having income. It's like, what? is really lacking is our willingness to stand in power to create the change. We get blocked by the things we think are wrong and the things that we think we can't change. And that prevents us moving forward. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And like, like we will have completely opposing perspectives ourselves on this particular subject. Um, Because I think that, like from a strategy point of view, I could help anyone make money. And, you know, that's a powerful thing if you are someone who is just chasing money. If you just want a big income, you want to earn lots of money, that I could give you strategies and systems and products, you know, offer ideas right now that will sell and you 
align to the energy of that and you promote it the right way, you're going to make money. But the problem with these multi-passionate, spiritual, intuitive women that we work with is that they're not looking to make money. (laughs) The money is a part of that journey for them, but they are purely driven by the mission and the impact that they want to achieve. And that's why I feel like things get so muddy when it comes to them making an income in their business. If it was to sell anything, you can make money doing anything online. There are just so many ways to make money. But when you're not aligned to just wanting to flog yourself to make money, it becomes harder. And in a way, I disagree because while these are mission-driven women and they're really caught up in wanting to be of service and they, they get lost in the dream... I think everyone that's stumbling into our circle is coming to us with a dream of 10K months, 50K months. So do you think it really is people getting lost in the mission? I actually say they're getting distracted by the amount of money and don't have the alignment to go and create it. So they don't really know what their message is. They they can't Uh, really define what their mission is. They can't define any of that. And so if they can come to you and say, I want to make 50K months, but if we ask them, what do you do? Oh, that's, um, that's exactly I, my point. That's exactly what mm. I mean. It's like if you didn't have to worry about being aligned to that mission to make the money, you can make money doing whatever you want online. Ah, I see what you mean now. Yes. So like, yeah, you can give anyone the tools and resources to open up a business online or, you know, a coaching program or a healing modality or anything like that. But at the end of the day, it comes back to... And my biggest thing for all of these women in our space who are in our community that are struggling to make money right now, I feel like they're confused and lost about their personal brand and their messaging. Mm-hmm. And that is the huge disconnect. Like that's the first part. And they will tell you till they're blue in the face that they do not have a problem with their brand story or their messaging, that they have all of these amazing offers and people are eating it up. But there's a problem because they're not, making a consistent income from it and they aren't filling programs or subscriptions and things like that so there is a disconnect (laughs) and it it comes back to like personal branding for me is the absolute foundation of your business and many of them there's a journey here yeah there's a journey here I, i call them evolutionary growth points in business is because we as mission-driven women, and I've been through this as well, often believe that we're further ahead on that journey than we actually are. So we think we've got to go straight to the branding. We've got to go straight to the messaging. We've got to figure out how to do our marketing when our perspectives and how we feel about our business and ourselves is actually blocking that truth coming through. And I know that's a bit cliche, like step into your truth, step into your power, but you can go and create marketing but if it's completely misaligned to who you are you can spend ten thousand dollars and find in two years you've been going in the wrong direction and your business isn't growing because there isn't the energy of alignment so there's the perspective shifts and that reconnection back to your mission and back to your message and then there is the creation of that mission and message into living expression of this is what I do. This is how I do it. This is my mastery and I'm in complete ownership of it. Then once you have that, you can have the branding. You really own the branding. I had three, four, four brandings done. And each time I got to a point like, oh, that's so not me Mm. because I kept going through this dance of thinking I was far, far, far further ahead than where I actually was. And the reality was I had to strip back. So I'd get into a panic about my business slowing down and I'd try and do more of something that wasn't aligned and the energy just wasn't there. So it's those inner shifts. Then we've got to create the alignment, then the branding and the marketing and the amplification can happen. So there is a definite uh, journey and really owning where you are in that journey is really important to succeed in business. Mm -hmm. And I think this is why my, my branding 
is so different than many graphic designers out there because my branding goes through a three-layer process of branding. And the first layer of that is the messaging, the mission, the movement, like all of that internal stuff that you really need to work through to get so clear on the direction of where you want to go with your brand. I'm not just going to have a meeting with you once and be like, oh, what colors do you like? What feels good? Okay, fantastic. And give you a color palette, some fonts (laughs) and a logo. That's If you want that, go to someone who will do it for 500 bucks. For me, it's such a big journey. And when people think about branding, they always think, oh, it's just logos and colors. But that is the journey I take my clients on when we're working on their branding. This this makes me think of when you did my my branding that I have now which is finally I'm like this is me but I came to you and you're like I'm not going to give you that pastel shit or that spiritual shit again let me sit with it I want to explore this with you and it was quite a spiritual journey actually not in the typical sense that people think of but Stacey literally channeled things for me she's like you need to have something earthy I'm seeing blue I'm seeing like a rust a brown it was amazing to watch her actually and what came through it finally like core deep like yes how did I not see this but this beautiful woman here saw this so it's really important to go to the core Mm. otherwise you're going to end up with that superficial stuff that you don't resonate with in five years my personal perspective your branding should be be so aligned that it doesn't change at least for a long time yeah oh yeah for sure and like uh, like I have my theories on personal branding where it evolves and changes and it's fluid with us, but the like the visual aspects, the foundations of that stay so much the same because mm. it is a representation of our spirit. And, um, yeah, I, I love doing branding for people, especially like spiritual women because it's such a powerful thing. And it's just such a beautiful journey to see that, but it needs to be an expression of your personality. Like, whatever you think your brand should look like is not what it should look like. It should feel and resonate with the energy and the frequency that you are sending out into the universe. And, like, a lot of graphic designers are amazing at what they do, but they aren't able to go those extra layers deep into it. Uh, That makes it, you know, that makes a difference. Yeah, and I I love the work that Stacey and I do because we kind of overlap in that I've got a process to help people really unpack their mission and their message and their movement. And it's, it's quite deep. It's quite transformational. It works with astrology. It peels back the layers because I've, I've got the transformational coaching background as well. So mine is really going inwards to draw that out. Stacey said previously that I squeeze the magic out of people in, in a way, I guess I kind of do. But then Stacy takes that and puts it into this beautiful language and puts it out there in a structure that can go out into the world. And it's really this which creates a foundational income before you actually take the action. And I know it feels like we've gotten a bit off track here, but this relates. Oh, it does. It does. It comes back to income. And like, you don't have to invest in a graphic designer to do all this stuff right now. You just need to establish basically the the core of your personal brand and that isn't just the colors and all of that stuff there are so many different compartments that make that up but your personal brand is the way that you get your message out there how you connect with your audience there's so many reasons why that is such an important place to start and part of that whole process is just tuning in and believing that you're the best at what you freaking do and it's a hard process to go through but if you just want to blend in and disappear, this this work is not for you. If you really sincerely want to stand out, you have a point of difference and you want to be seen as someone of influence, then you need to start embodying that. And I have a, a worksheet that I make clients do and they feel like it's such a silly thing to think about how they look and what they've done in five, 10 years time. But the feedback that I get is when they're going into a public speaking event or any yeah, producing content or anything, they have that vision of themselves in the future in mind so that they can step into the energy of what they want to become rather than just where they are right now. That's a yeah, huge way of showing up online differently. I think coming from a path, a process, a journey 
where I've actually found it really hard to just go inwards and and become the authority in, in what I do. I, I've done it before with other things that I've done in my last business. And uh, I, I know that's possible, but I've had so much blocking my way in that I haven't really been able to connect with that inner fire of what it is I do. And this is how my process differs from Stace's is that I, I work with these women who are really wanting to take ownership of that next level and become that authority. And they, they can't do that because they haven't really defined what it is they actually do. Just yesterday, I sat a client down and we, we mapped out her entire one-on-one session in a way she never had before. And we talked for so long about putting the exchange on her offers up on her one-on-one single sessions, four weeks, 12 weeks, but she just couldn't grasp the value of that. She couldn't see how valuable it really was and couldn't really take authority of it. And then we, after we've done quite a bit of work. She's been coaching with me for a long time. Oh, not that long, but enough that we could do this in a work. And, um, yeah, we structured it out the whole process. And she sat back at the end and went, wow, this is worth way more. I said, fuck yeah, it is. And so I did this with her so we could actually look at the value of what she's bringing to the world. And it's now, as we've been doing this work, clients are just starting to walk towards her. Referrals are just starting to walk towards her. Now, after lots of discussion, she's ready to put those exchanges up. So I I love the theory of got to go within and become that authority. It's not wrong, but if you feel like something's blocking you, then you have to deal with that first. Oh, for sure. And that's what I mean. People. That's exactly yeah. what I mean. Like you need to work on that. If you don't mm. believe it, your audience isn't going to believe it. You're not going to be able to sell anything. You're not going to call people in to work with you, you know, one-on-one because they won't feel the power and conviction in that and, and that will stall your progress. So it's a huge, huge thing to work on. And like it's, it's something I wish I could just flick a switch and turn it on for people but it's yeah it's it's a journey don't we all don't we all oh, wish yeah. that we could just flick a switch yes. I mean this beautiful woman sitting in front of me right now has been working with me for exactly a year actually from November last year obviously she's my sister but I've officially paid her as my support and coach and mentor a lot of the time and I've been in such resistance that it's really only the last few months, despite all the amazing work that I do and despite supporting a lot of women on their journeys, it's only really in the last few weeks I've just gone, this is what I fucking do. Mm -hmm. And if anyone was on that coaching session we did last night, I had a massive revelation myself. I was a bit giddy from that, actually. I was rambling a bit from that. Get your tequila ready. <laughs> if you yeah. don't know what, what I'm talking about, come and watch it's the coaching session. Joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, um, it was, it was but, a, a really good session. So anyone listening to this that isn't part of Mission Driven Women, please go on Facebook and join our community because you'll have access to <laughs> that replay. Mm. But revelations happen. And what I would say is if you haven't had one yet, where something just lands, it goes core deep, it goes into your roots and you're like, fuck yes, this is it. Then keep working. Mm. Don't let it go. The other thing I think that is stalling our community from just stepping up into the space is the belief, and this will sound really stupid, but the belief that they're worth more than what their audience at the moment is willing to invest in them. Oh, I agree. And, There's no and energy the matching there. Yeah, energy that they're putting into their business. So, like, one thing that um, I had a client that did my impact-driven income program came through and was just like, this changed my life, was the fact that you said that my prices that I'm charging now aren't indicative or representation of my worth and my value – but I like, and I said to everyone in that program, just get started. Whether you're literally charging $50 an hour right now, doesn't have to be that way in even two weeks time or three months time or six months time. Just get started. Because if you don't believe that you hold the power to create these transformations or these healings with people, 
then that's going to come through to your audience. So when you just put yourself out there and you start getting clients at whatever capacity they have to spend right now, you're not only practicing your craft, but you're also getting fantastic testimonials and feedback from people to be able to use to promote yourself. And the layers of that just getting out there and getting the work done will absolutely transform the energy of how you're showing up in your business. And you can keep raising your prices, but you just need to get started and get some clients behind you to give you that boost of confidence and courage to keep pushing your message out there. Yeah. The most important thing is that you can take ownership of your prices, regardless of what those prices are. If you're being advised by someone, by the world, by someone on social media, that you're, you should claim your worth and you're, you're worth this and you put your prices up and you don't have your whole body and being aligned to that, then you're not going to be able to own those prices and the audience who will pay those prices won't pay it. If you don't have the value and the wisdom and the expertise that matches that, mm. it's an unsustainable energy. Yeah. So if you're charging $10,000 and you're selling $1,000 advice, <laughs> regardless of what you want to be worth one day, then it's just not going to work. And I think I've said this here before is that your personal worth and the value you provide along with what you charge is completely separate. It's not mm. the same thing. Yeah. And that's oh, been sure. so confused in this world. And so you can charge $10,000 as long as you can be in complete whole body ownership of that. I'm very big on ownership. It's it's also comes down to when you're thinking about pricing your offers, you really do need to tune in with your audience. And if your audience is at a point where they can't invest in your next layer of evolution in your business, then it's time to redo your messaging. So you are talking to the audience that will hear your message loud and clear at the price point that you want to deliver in. And I know we've worked around this M because you've had a shift in the last few months around an offer and who that's for and Mm. there's been this evolution process. The same message that you deliver to an audience for a $300 program is not the same energy that, you know, that message is not the same as what you would deliver for a program that is $3,000 or $30,000. Completely different. Yes. Uh, There's a couple of things that can happen. There's that people extending outside of their ability to deliver large um, value offers. So putting $10,000 on $1,000 value. But what can happen around Christmas time and, and other phases of slowing down is that people start to discount their offers significantly out of fear that the money isn't coming. So regardless of which way you feel that you are being drawn towards, what is it that you really want to create and bring into your life? Discounting that came up in our Elevate session as well, I believe, uh, about the the scarcity that comes from discounting to a point where you're reducing the value of what you have to offer. I don't really know your personal views around discounting. I'm very strong in my opinions on it. How do you see discounting your offers or your programs? I personally would advise against it. (laughs) I think that you're devaluing your product, you're diminishing your authority and coming from that, I say poverty perspective of, I need to discount this for someone to see my worth. And that can get really, really messy in our business. Look, women today do a lot of things that actually diminish the value that they bring to the world, that they give to the world, the work that they do. And even saying that I can do 10 hour weeks and have $500,000 months, or it was easy to get to that, or you could build an effortless business. All of those things diminish the power of what we bring. Mm. And this is the same with discounting. Yeah. 
I'm putting it at this price, but what I'm saying is it's actually reducing to this value. And this is how much I believe in myself and the work. Yeah. Yep. And it also attracts a different type of person, Definitely. as we talked about Absolutely. before. I mean, I don't believe in discounting one-on-one offers in any capacity. And I've seen quite a few coaches doing this recently. Like they haven't been attracting one-on-one clients. So they do these special Voxer bundles and all of this stuff. And it's just like, wow, like hold your ground and know like from that space, like don't discount your time. I think that there are ways that you can, if you've got programs that are like pre-recorded evergreen programs you can absolutely you know throw a special on every now and then for those or what I even prefer more than that is to bundle products together and yes that comes at a discount but it it works very very well and it doesn't discount the value as such um, in the sales psychology mindset with that but I just I feel like if you are wanting to discount your one-on-one time then just if that's something that you're even considering coming into the Christmas period or Black Friday whatever they call it sales we don't really have those here in Australia they're creeping in but yeah I just I wouldn't do it I wouldn't recommend anyone do that I love that point discounting your time versus discounting your other products and I was going to add to that before you said that anyway that it really depends on your motive for discounting and what energy you're coming from oh yeah if you're feeling that that energy of desperation that that fear of loss then discounting your products just to get some more money flowing in that actually gets goes against a prosperity perspective Mm. in that you're basing your decisions based on what you don't have so, of course, you're going to create more of that. And where attention goes, energy flows. So if you're focusing on the lack and trying to bring more money in doing that, guess what's going to happen? It becomes a void. So, yeah, I, I'm i glad you clarified that because I don't see discounting evergreen offers and things that already exist in the same way that I do oh, see yeah, for sure. counting your time. And look, I'm an avid online shopper. I am constantly getting <laughs> parcels delivered to my house, especially now because I'm doing all my Me Christmas too. shopping online because I hate going to the shops. Um, and Crystals. I will chase a discount and a bargain for e-commerce. So if you are listening to this and you have an e-commerce business, you can strategically use discounts and and um, codes and all of those sorts of things to really drive sales within your business and there's nothing wrong with that from that perspective my my whole philosophy around discounting is to, to not discount when it's your time that you're yes putting I love something. that I love yeah. that so much yeah and um yeah what we're speaking to mostly is people who are doing coaching who are doing mentoring who are offering programs right now and having to show up every every moment of what they're doing and every moment of your time is worth something every single moment and taking ownership of what that is worth is really, really important. So ultimately what's some advice that you would share? Well, I was just going to say, I really liked before we jump into anything else, I really liked the point that you made about the energy that discounted people come through to your programs with. Cause I've had mm. plenty of clients that, Um, have offered discounted, um, you know, places in their offers because they're like, oh, I don't have enough people. So I'm just going to go into the DMs and offer people like a cheaper offer or, you know, an extended payment plan. So they're not having to invest right now, blah, blah, blah. But that's not fair for everyone. I I would be pissed if I knew I'd pay $1,200 for something. Oh, I can guarantee you that any program you've done has most likely had someone in there that has either got it for free or at a a lower price point because that's fine for someone who's working one-on-one with that person but like if two people who are alike like me and someone else who've never worked with this person before have shown up and one's paid two hundred dollars and I've paid twelve hundred dollars just because I joined early on when there was more potential for sales it's not likely I'd find that out but I'd be pissed. I think that's a bad energy. Uh, You have, like, I don't like that. I've seen the back end of quite a number of online programs, and I can tell you that there comes to that point where 
if they need to have more people in a live group program, they're going to discount it to fill the numbers so that it looks better. So, in other words, just don't buy it until the last few moments. <laughs> like, it's, it's up to you when you want to invest in things. I hate the sales psychology. I know we've talked about that before, about mm. raising your prices in increments through your launch phase. I think that's like a gross sales tactic, and I hate that so much personally. And I choose not to invest in anyone who promotes an offer that way um so i'm not saying like don't jump on something as soon as you're inspired by it but i'm saying like there's a lot that happens behind the scenes in the coaching and courses space that we don't know and don't see um but the energy that those people come through with because they've made a lower investment they they don't energetically invest the time into that program as much as someone who has paid $1,200 for it. So that's you will be witness to that as a course creator or an offer creator. You'll see that in people. And there will be the odd person who does pay less, who is so inspired by you and, and is so grateful for that opportunity that they'll run with that and they will bring that high impact energy into the program. But a lot of the time, the discounts just don't, work because they don't have as much at stake. They don't like, it's like doing free offers all the time versus getting people to pay a small amount to be part of a program or an offer. The people that have paid are more likely to actually just show up because they've made that energetic exchange and they, they've put money through. So they want to get their money's worth. Yeah, for sure. I believe a lot in the power of intention attention and intention and really tracking where your attention and your intention is as you're moving forward in life and business. That's really powerful thing you can do. Um, and the intention that you spend a hundred dollars with versus $10,000 with is completely different. Like I just, I wouldn't invest the same in hundred dollar coaching than I did when I was paying $5,000 a month coaching. It's completely different. You are giving more of yourself and you are dedicating more to the growth. It's just the natural law of business is that when you are giving more to something, because money is energy, it's an energetic exchange. Money is an initiation. I really truly believe that too, that uh, it opens the gateway to something and what that thing will be for a lot, a lot of things, of course, there are exceptions. We've talked about how you know, $100,000 a year coaching isn't necessarily what you need to do. Mm. We've talked about that too. We're just not going to fit everything we want to talk about into this conversation. So just circling back to the question that you asked me, what was that question? <laughs> that So coming into closing this conversation, because yes. I think we could be here for another hour. <laughs> yeah, always. Coming up to Christmas. Yes. What's the thing that people can do? Oh my god! And I can talk about yeah. mindset all day, but what's the thing that people can do? Yes, you need to over be the next six weeks pre-selling your events and your offers now for the new year. If you've got something that's starting in January, February, then pre-selling now will help you through a Christmas period. And I highly recommend getting that into your strategy for the next month, at least, is promoting and and getting those things out there. You don't have to create them. Like most courses aren't created until they're actually running uh, and sometimes week by week. You know, that's how I usually recommend for people to run their programs in the beginning. So you don't have to create anything. You have to create some structures and, and pre-sell and things like that. I would definitely be looking at that. Um, but also just saying to yourself that it's okay, giving yourself permission to rest if that's how you feel like you want to go through the Christmas period. If you wanting to create the systems and the strategies from now until the end of this financial year, so well and truly over the next six months, then just start doing that and start implementing some of that into your daily practices in your business and, and things like that. But I do like truly feel like if income is your concern over Christmas, then 
you have an opportunity now to do something about it, but next year start thinking about that in June or July and start planning out the end of the year back then, at least six months in advance. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. It's that it's about learning from what you're going through now mm-hmm. and taking that wisdom yep. into next year. So yep. working on your energetic alignment from at the latest September. Absolutely. And like launch something in October that is on a payment plan to give you recurring income over the, mm-hmm. the summer break. Like it, it should be a part of the, your process. And my, like my business is a little bit different. I obviously run my two businesses, but both of them have got installments and payment plans, recurring income set up over the Christmas break so that I have that coming in still without a huge investment of time and energy. So, yeah, and I'm a yeah. bit the same. So oh, my coaching is a little different in that people don't come to me and have weekly sessions. We do a number of sessions that we can that you can take over a certain amount of time. So women can have a couple of weeks off if things are slowing down, but 12 sessions can be taken over four months but the payments keep going monthly. And and that's how I work with my coaching. And I love it that way because it's freedom and it's sustainable for everyone, all of us. It's not forcing anyone into coming and being with me. It's not forcing anyone to give large amounts of money all the time. So think about how you want to start structuring your income from now. So you can create the changes that need to happen from December and beyond. If you catch yourself in that space of well, what's, what am I going to do financially, then start taking charge of your finances now. Just from a practical point of view, stop just throwing money at things, hoping more money is going to come your way. Actually start financially planning. And this is a boring side my husband does in, in our world, but we do do it. Uh, we look at where we're going to need to spend money and we I'm making sure that we're covering that. So maybe you do need to adjust some of what you're doing in your business expenditure, but being really aware and awake to that and taking action in that in all the ways is going to make this a really empowering phase for you rather than a place of the dark wilderness that you have no idea where you're going and how you're going to come out the other side. Yeah, yeah. And look, there is still like... We're, you know, not even mid-November, so there's so much time left. Um, Which is why we're having this conversation now. If you're conscious about the end of the year kind of timelines and you're, you know, focused on that, like obviously I said I'm not, but if that's like in your consciousness right now, like I've got to get to the end of the year, there is so much time to right now sell your one-on-one services, to sell a program, to host an online event, to host a local event, to host a um, intensive, like just be creative and have a bit of fun. Like you, you don't have to just be stuck in the the offers that you've already created or trying to, you know, just think outside the box a little bit and have fun with it. And there are so many people spending money right now that money is for most people in our world uh, is not necessarily a concern because this is the time of the year when everyone spends the most amount of money. So they're in a spending mindset. And if your messaging reaches your person that needs to hear that and it feels like a good investment right now, they're going to do it regardless of what 500 presents they've got to buy for their kids and stuff like that. So it's just about tuning in that message to getting them to invest in themselves right now. And there's so much opportunity for that right in front of Oh, yeah. Taking advantage of all that messaging, new year, new start, all that stuff. Like I don't personally resonate with that, but finding a way that really supports you. Um, One of my clients has a beautiful message around this and it's working for her really well. So it's finding your rhythm. That's the beautiful Mm. thing about what we teach. This is about you becoming empowered in your journey and creating alignment in a way that really lights you up and supports you and your growth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, so I guess we'll close it there 
today. Uh, Like I said, if you aren't a member of the Mission Driven Women community, you'll see that in the notes of this podcast. You'll get a link there, Um, but you can just search us up on Facebook as well. Join us. There are amazing sessions from masterclasses that we have in the replays in there. There's so much, um, you know, opportunity for you to ask questions and get live coaching with us. It's a beautiful space and I highly recommend jumping over and joining us. Bye everyone. See you guys.